4. Zechariah 4. Thank you, Jesus. You know, you spend a little bit of time. It's already been said and said and said again about the service at the Margaret Mal home, but it'll make you feel ashamed of yourself to have a complaining attitude. Amen. Well, praise God. As good as God's been to us, how dare we complain? Oh, help us, God. Help us, God. So often it is so common, very miraculous, but common to just have the thread of God's will, God's word throughout the service. And God laid this on my heart. And tonight, I feel like you've already heard it preached. Uh, some of the things that were said at the Margaret Malhome. I had a little bit of a phone conversation with Brother Brian this afternoon after the Margaret Malhome talking, and some of the things he was saying. It's right along with what I'm going to preach, and then the testimonies, just all of it, just all of it. God bless you. God's working. God's working. I know maybe you don't see a lot of what he's doing, but he's doing so much. Let him work through you. Zechariah 4, before we read it, let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for just your your touch even tonight, God. Thank you for your help, God. And, Lord, for your many, many blessings, God. Lord, we love you and we thank you, God. Bless this word now to our hearts. Lord, I pray for your anointing and for your direction and for every heart to receive truth tonight and encouragement. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Zechariah 4, verse 8 says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also finish it, and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto you. And I just want to read the first phrase here in in verse 10. For who hath despised the day of small things? God bless you. You may be seated. For who hath despised the day of small things? What's happening, Zechariah was a prophet that God was using to encourage the people of God who were rebuilding the temple in Ezra's day. And when the temple began to be rebuilt, there were some feelings of disappointment. There were some feelings of excitement, but yet it was just a small group of people, that remnant we talk about a lot. And things weren't maybe going just as as quickly as they thought they should. And, and a lot of people remembered Solomon's temple and everything it looked like. And when they looked at what was going on in Ezra's Labors and the people that were helping Ezra, it just didn't seem like a whole lot. And God sends encouragement through Zechariah the prophet to ask the question, Who hath despised the day of small things? See, there's so many times the enemy tries to intimidate us, tries to make us feel like we're not doing enough, And that we are, just our efforts are just so small and so feeble. You know the enemy, in the same time this work was being done in Ezra, also the 
walls were being built up in Nehemiah. And uh, enemies of God's people came and taunted them and said, look at what you're doing. Even a little fox could run up and knock that wall over. That isn't anything at all. The devil tries to intimidate devil tries to terrorize and sow fear into your heart, make you feel so small and insignificant. It's a, it's a shame so much of the garbage that people waste their time online looking at social media and making you feel like I'll never, I'll never be what they are and I'll never have what they have. And, and, and you know, all the things that you see on there just, just staged and put together and so fake and so phony so often, making you feel insignificant, making you feel you'll never be as pretty or good looking as them. You'll never have the vacations they have. You'll never have the possessions they have. Oh, look at their family and they're always so happy. And, uh, Sometimes even, uh, maybe you're trying to look at things that, that, that might be uh, spiritual even. And the enemy will use that too. Make you feel like, I'm not, I'm not able to, to, to do what they're doing. I'm not able to uh, touch lives as many as they are. But listen to me today. I want to tell somebody that what you are able to do is enough. Being able to just apply yourself to where God has placed you and put your heart into that is what God is calling you to. So much has already been said of, of, of just doing what you can. Just touching the life that's right there by you. I know so often I hear it all. You know, God wants me to do this and God's got me. And maybe He will. But I've seen it too many times. People say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this one day. I'm going to do that one day. Great. Hold on to that. I'm not telling you to let it go. But what are you doing today? See, sometimes people get in their minds, you know, this is it. You know, this is it beneath me. God's called me to greater things. When what you need to do is just touch that life near you. Do what you can today. Amen. While there's still time. The insecurities that are in people's minds sometimes is the fight of the devil. I'm not doing much for God. I'm just this. Or I'm, I, you know, I'm just a mom. Or I'm just a friend. Or I'm just a, a husband or a wife. Or God's got, I'm just so young. Or, or I'm older. God's got a plan for you today. Don't let the enemy intimidate you. Don't let the devil tell you you're not important. Amen. God's got a plan for you. God uses those small things. Look what it says in Jesus said in Matthew 13. One of the parables there in Matthew 13. Praise God. Verse 31. Matthew 13, verse 31. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed. Now, we hear about the mustard seed, and quite honestly, it's pretty popular. Mustard seed's famous. Jesus made it famous. Amen? And when you think about mustard seed, what do you think about? Faith. Right? It's just a little bit. Praise God. A little bit of faith. Praise God. That mustard seed's got songs. 
Amen. It's famous because of Jesus. Praise God. Just a little bit of faith. And that's good. And that's right. But this parable says the kingdom of heaven is like that grain of mustard seed. Praise God. What God's doing in this earth. What God's doing in His people. What God wants to do in you. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not saying you can't dream big. But if you dream big and walk over the little chance you have to help somebody be blessed. If you're dreaming big and you're just walking by that, that, that opportunity, God opened a door for you. Amen. You missed it. And you may miss your big dream. Amen. Who hath despised the day of small things? When God's trying to get you to focus in on what He's handing you today, praise God. Don't neglect it. The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in a field, which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown. You remember that little boy's lunch that was put into the hands of Jesus? One of the disciples said, what is that among so many? This is hopeless. Why would you even bother? And the little boy said, you know what? It might not do a whole lot, but I'm going to put it in the hands of Jesus. And when you allow your meager, little, pathetic, amen, maybe the devil says, efforts, put it in the hand of Jesus, he'll do great things. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't be embarrassed. I'm, I imagine there might have been somebody else around that could have done that. Amen. I imagine there might have been somebody else in that crowd of thousands that said, I've got about ten fish, but that's ridiculous. I'm not even going to bother. I'd be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed. Why would I do something like that when there's no way that's going to help? But you put your effort in the hand of Jesus. You put what you have in God's hands, and He'll bless it, and He'll multiply it to do the will of God. You let God use you, and don't you let yourself be put down for how little your effort might be. Give God the glory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. I'm not doing much for God. How many times I've heard people say, I want to do more for God, but here I am. I'm a mom. Or I'm a dad. Or I'm a grandmom or granddad. Amen. I want to be doing things for God. Oh, God help us understand what you're doing every day. Do it under the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. The devil tell you all, there's so many people out there. You could be preaching to multitudes. And you're just, you're, you're, you got discipleship program right there in your home. Amen. You got hands-on training and teaching and praying for those souls. Amen. Don't despise the day of small things. Praise the Lord. You're important. You're important to the family of God. Praise God. Amen. Well, who am I? Touch the people. What about the, the... So often we get in such a hurry. There's somebody that God might just bring in in your way and and you're looking at it as a bother rather than an opportunity you're looking at it as an inconvenience what are you in such a hurry about why don't you be about your father's business 
Why don't you recognize, hey, this might be a chance to shine for God and His kingdom. Amen? See, in purpose in the people that God is connecting you with. Amen. You might not get a chance to give them a Bible study. You might not right away get a chance to pray. Amen. But they might just be able to see Jesus in you. If you could just say, you know what, Lord, help me to bear some good fruit. Help them to see me, Lord, shining for you. Amen. Be surprised how many times God just brings somebody around. God might nudge you, just do something a little something, a little visit. Maybe it is a little prayer. Somebody that you can reach out to and just some kind act to give God glory. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's uh, help us, Lord. I, I feel like I said something like this here recently, but Lord Jesus, help us, God. When I see people so quick to criticize, when I see people that... Oh, look what they're doing. That's not that important. Ha, look at how they, look at, look at how they're doing. This is kind of silly, isn't it? Oh, did you hear what they testified about? What's that, oh, what's that all about? You know what I hear? And I think a lot of people do. See, somebody who's scared to do what God's calling them to do. So it's easy to criticize and condemn. You know, the house of God, not everybody's just so perfect. Not everybody's just doing it 100%. They're learning. And they're growing. Amen. One thing that I want to talk about here someday soon, very soon, about unity, is, uh, is that there's some people that are training. Amen. When you're training, you make mistakes. We get behind those folks. We don't laugh about them. Amen. We don't mock them. They're, they're going to learn how to be strong Christians like you're supposed to be an example. Amen. Praise the Lord. We get behind that. We don't... We don't, uh, praise God, beat up our own, but we encourage them. Part of everybody doing their part means sometimes we got to learn how to do that. So you don't just do everything right. That's all right. You, this ought to be a, a safe place to learn how to do better. Amen. Jesus had disciples that didn't do everything just right. Amen. Praise the Lord. We need to encourage. Those, those little bits of encouragement sometimes mean a lot. We're not ignorant of the devil's devices. Amen. You get beat up all day at, at your job, and sometimes some of you, uh, maybe your homes aren't as godly as you wish they were. Maybe your neighborhood, maybe your situation just isn't a, a, a garden of Eden. Praise God. You come to church, you, you're gonna, it means a lot just to get a smile and a handshake. It means a lot just to hear a kind word. And sometimes when you're getting beat up, all, am I the only one that gets beat up sometimes all week long? When I come to the house of God and somebody's there who's been there forever and they don't have the time of day, sometimes that hurts more than you realize. Sometimes you just, it, it doesn't take a whole lot. It just takes a little bit of somebody noticing you, somebody seeing you, somebody having time. Amen. Just a little thing maybe. Praise God. But it means so much. Hallelujah. The mustard seed's the least of all the seeds, but when it's grown, it's the greatest among herbs. Becomes a tree, so the birds of the air come and lodge. The little things you do, you don't realize how big it can possibly grow into when you put it into God's hands. It just little by little, one blessing, one kind word, one prayer, one hallelujah, little by little, just do what you can. 
Praise the Lord. There's opportunities to be used of God all over the place. Every day. Right there in your home. Amen. Well, praise God. God's got opportunities that you can excel in. That you can be the best because it's you and God sets it up special. And you tell yourself, I'm not doing much for God. Hallelujah. You can be a, a help and a friend and try to, that somebody maybe, I'm telling you, in these days that we're living in today, I've seen more than ever. I've seen more than ever people need friends. Amen. I've seen more than ever people are, are, are struggling with all the negativity and all the, the, the horrible things that have been put in their minds and their heads about themselves. Their families are broken and dysfunctional. People around them in this world are cold and cruel. Hallelujah. If you could just be kind to be a friend to somebody, I'll tell you, they're going to want to hear about Jesus after a while. And it doesn't take a whole lot. Amen. If you can just take a little bit of time, God can, God can send somebody to pour water on that little seed. Amen. And God's going to bring the increase. That little bit of effort, that little bit of just loving in somebody, that little bit of just kindness that you're doing. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil belittle you. Put your heart into loving God and just keep on growing. Keep on taking those opportunities. It's so important. I'm telling somebody here today I'm, that the enemy tries to discourage you, say you're not doing very much at all. You need to turn around and say, I'm not going to despise the day of small things. Right. Amen. I'm not going to despise the things that I can do. Praise God. In my marriage, how I can be a blessing and a help and encouragement. Well, praise God. I know we're all fighting battles. You want to win a battle? Encourage somebody else. Amen. You want to win a battle? Be a blessing to somebody else. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Minister. The greatest in the kingdom is a servant. The greatest in God's kingdom is a servant. When you begin to just serve people, just begin to look for ways to be a blessing. Say, well, I tried that. Don't try it. Live it. Live it. I tried it. People didn't appreciate me. God saw it. God will use it. I tried it, but, but, but it, it wasn't received. It, Jesus did it. He wasn't received. We're doing this for God. Amen. Hallelujah. There's people you work with. There's people in your neighborhood. There's people God puts you around. Maybe there at the, when you're doing your grocery shopping, whatever it might be. Hallelujah. Do something. Don't, don't despise the day of small things. Don't, don't be so self-absorbed and wait for some big appointment that somebody finally asks you, hey, can you go to this uh, island and, and get everybody saved there? I'm on my way. I was waiting for you. <laughs> what? But somebody there that's going through something, somebody there that's hurting. Amen. Oh, I know. Sister was saying the other day about it gets messy sometimes. That's all right. Amen. You were pretty messy yourself at one time. 
And maybe sometimes you relapse into messiness too, occasionally. Yeah, amen. It's all right. God's been good to you nonetheless. And hallelujah, you just go ahead and do it for God and be kind. Amen. Be a blessing. Do those little things that you can do. And wait for God to open greater doors. Sometimes the enemy will tell you that you're the small thing. (laughs) Not just my actions. But who am I that I should even think that God would use me? Who am I that God, I should ever even imagine God could work through me? 1 Corinthians 1. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 1.25 just kind of wakes us up, shakes us a little bit, tells us this is all about God. It's not about your self-image. It's about your God image. How you see God. How you see Him. Listen to me. The foolishness, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. The weakness of God is stronger than men. What is that saying? Does God have any foolishness? No, but does He have any weakness? Of course not. But the, the, it's just kind of a way of saying God at His worst day is so much better than us at our best. When you're trying to look at yourself and say, I'll get stronger one day. I'll be better one day. God, God, I'll be worthy that God can use me one day. No, it's not about that. It's about you just, just letting God use you. You know, one time you did something and, and uh, oh, then you went back and thought about it. Oh, I could have done that so much better. The only reason I said you, because I wanted to say one time. Because if I said me, I'd say, uh, I can't count. How many times? devil tries to get you to overthink everything, doesn't he? Amen. Amen? I want to hear amen because some of you think it's just you. Hallelujah. You know, you talk yourself into inactivity. You talk yourself into a place where why bother? Because who am I and why would God ever work through me? Why? How could God ever bless somebody through me? How could God ever help somebody through me? Everybody else is, is so much more qualified than I am. Well... 1 Corinthians one twenty six says, For you see your calling, brethren, how not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Now, if you look around this church, there's some awesome people. And I'll tell anybody how awesome you are. Amen. I'm not just saying that by faith. But I'll say this about all of us, myself included, before Jesus, we weren't so awesome. Amen. Jesus may, oh, may put some awesome in you. Uh, I like the way one man said it. He'll deliver you out of Loserville. Amen. He'll help you. Amen. He'll put some of his awesome in you. But don't ever forget it, everybody. We know each other. None of us are, you know, even in our good days. Now, there's a lot of God's awesome in us, but we still battle and struggle. And, and we know. We know that. So, when he says, see your calling, brother, not many wise men, I think there's some wise people in the house of God. But I can guarantee you, 
if I have any wisdom today, I sure didn't before Jesus got a hold of me. I feel like Brother Dave's testimony is my testimony. I learned that I'm uh, my best just causes me more trouble and the people around me as well. Not mighty, not noble. Listen now. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Some of you know what I'm getting ready to say. You know what you you're living this. Some of you you need to step it up so that this can be your testimony too. People around you ought to say, I knew you. But what you're doing is beyond what not only your potential that I, anybody's ever seen, but what anybody Hallelujah. Would anybody I know, you got something more I need to have what you have. Amen. He chose in those foolish things and found the wise. I said this a, a while back. It was probably over a year ago, uh, maybe a couple of years ago. And I, I felt the cold chill after I said it because it's not, it's not a nice thing to hear. So buckle up. Because I'm going to tell you again. You want to know where you probably struggle when you're not prayed up and you're not in the Word of God? Generally speaking, if you look at folks in your family that aren't saved and the stuff that drives you crazy about them that seems to be pretty common in your family, that's you when you forget to pray. Thank you, everybody who's backing that up. But it is those are, those are spirits you struggle with. That's your flesh. That, that, that stuff that you're like, oh, I can't stand that. That's probably how you struggle when you're not prayed up. And that's your flesh you've got to overcome. Amen. That's your flesh you've got to overcome. God chose that, the foolish things to confound the wise. Now it ought to be that all that family that starts seeing you and says, what happened to you? What happened to you? I'm confounded. I'm confused. God chose the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Amen. When people are falling apart, when people are losing their minds, people are, the Bible says, men's hearts shall fail for fear. Are we living in that day? Amen. That's all the anxiety that brother was talking about earlier. But listen to me. God chose these weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. That's us. That's us. When the devil tells you you're not enough, when the devil tells you who are you that you think you can do anything, you never amount to anything, you're, you're, so, you're just so insignificant. God chooses those kind of insignificant things. The base things of the world, the things which are despised, have God chosen. Look at that. Am I, who am I to be used of God? Who am I to do anything for God? Well, if, if you have in your resume uh, foolish and weak and base and despised, you're qualified. Because you're qualified to give God glory. Qualified that when it's all said and done, people are going to say, oh, you're so neat. (laughs) 
They're going to say, I want to know more about the God you're praying to. I want to know more about this Jesus you love. I want to know more about this truth you keep talking about. Amen. Because they see something in you that doesn't give your ego a boost. They see something supernatural. Amen. Hallelujah. I love it. I love it. Amen. God bless you. This is what salvation is. It gives God glory because you can't get the glory. Look what it says. Base things of the world. Things which are despised have God chosen. Yea, if that's not enough, he said, things which are not. I say, I don't have what it takes. Moses said that. I can't speak. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. He chooses the things that are not. To bring to naught things that are. To prove to the people that have something. The Bible talks about the princes of this world. If they had the wisdom they should have, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. Look at what it says, verse 29, that no flesh. Somebody say it, no flesh. That no flesh should glory. You can't brag, you can't boast. Amen. You recognize, you look in the mirror and say, I'm nothing. This doesn't make any sense. Because that's the testimony God wants to other people to say. It don't make any sense. How, how, do, they, how do they have joy in this world that we're living in? How do they have peace? When, it, when all these things are happening, how can, they, how can they be so full of love when there's so much hate around them? Your flesh can't glory. Because God uses those things like you and I to just touch a life, to just help some way. Say, brother, I, I put my heart and soul into trying to be a blessing to somebody. And it just came back empty. Oh, you don't know that. It's not over yet. Don't judge it before it's time. You don't know how long it might be till they come around. I've had people here just this week calling me. People that have walked out of this church and didn't want to have anything to do with it. I'm talking how many years now? 15 years? And I get a, I get a text message, call me. I, need, I have some Bible questions. So absolutely. What can I do for you? How can I help you? Uh, I just, I, I just have some questions, and I, I've been around. I, I don't know where else I can get the answers like I knew I had in that church. Hey, I want to tell you something. God's going to use you. You don't know when it. You don't know how long it might be till they start thinking about. You know what? They, I saw something real in them. I saw some kindness when I didn't deserve kindness. I saw the love of Jesus when I was down and out and didn't respond to it. Someday you planted that little seed. Loved somebody that was unlovable. Loved somebody that, that didn't deserve a bit of it. Because you know what it's like to not to deserve it. You'd helped somebody. You blessed somebody. You just did some little thing that you could do. And nobody maybe even knew about it. Some of the things that are going on in this church, people don't brag about it. People don't talk a lot about it. They just try to be the best blessing they can be to their neighbor, to their to the people around them, to the people in their home. They're not doing it for glory. Amen. And some of the some of the seeds you've sown still haven't sprung up yet. But God didn't forget. God didn't forget. When the enemy tells you, who are you? It's not about who you are. It's about who your God is. 
When the devil tells you, what good does that do? What's the point of that? You put it in God's hands. You put it in God's hands. He's going to bless it. He's going to multiply it. And he's going to use it for his kingdom. Hallelujah. Don't despise the day of small things. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Get your mind off of God's part of the equation. What does that mean? It means you do your part and let God handle the results. You do what you can do and God will perform the miracle. You sow as much of that, those mustard seeds as you can. Those little deeds, those little acts of faith, those little encouraging words, those little blessings, you do as much of that as you can. I'm going to tell you somewhere along the line, you're going to start seeing some results. You're going to see God start working. Some of it, maybe you'll never see that. Maybe somebody you, a life you touched, somebody you shined a light to, somebody you prayed for. Maybe down the road, they got a, had an experience with God somewhere else, some other town, some other state. You don't know. Maybe someday you'll see them in heaven. They'll say, remember me. Hallelujah. Just keep doing everything you can. Keep your eyes open for those opportunities. Don't let the enemy tell you you don't matter. He's a liar. I said the devil's a liar. Telling you that you're nobody. Telling you, hey, that's all right. I, I, I'm qualified. I'm a nobody. I don't. It, it's all right. God's going to use that to confound the ones that are the somebodies. But just so God gets the glory. The time you spend praying for your family. The time you spend loving them. It's the work of the God time you encourage loved ones and brothers and sisters it's the work of God God's going to flow through that God's going to going to multiply it I feel like sometimes we we're looking for the dramatic we've been sold a a bunch of things that the enemy uses against us but sometimes it's just a simple prayer that you pray that delivers somebody from a devil it might not be a bunch of wallowing and foaming it might not be a bunch of growling it might just be a prayer that says why don't you just why don't you just pray and give that to Jesus and God set somebody free just a conversation with somebody who says, I feel like you might need some some help and I want you to know I care about you. That, that might just be a word of knowledge or discerning of spirits. Things that God's doing in you, just little acts of faith and that the enemy's telling you, what's the point? Why, why bother? And You're not effective. You're not accomplishing anything. I want to tell you again, the devil's a liar. God will use you, and God has used you, and He He will continue if you'll just keep your eyes open and continue to do those, those small things.
Don't despise the day of small things. Come on, let's find a place to pray. feel his presence talking to somebody tonight. I feel like God's helping somebody. In Jesus' name. Take my hands, Lord, take my feet. Oh, yes, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. Oh, yes, Lord, if you, you can, can use, use anything. anything Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, help us, Lord. Lord, help us. You can Encourage us, Lord. You ever feel like you want to do more for God? Just be faithful. Be faithful. Everything you do, do it heartily. Do it with all your heart. Prayerfully. exciting to see God working, but so often He works in little things. Opportunities all around us help me to be faithful. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, take my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. You can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus' name, Lord, to just help us, each one of us, to, to see, Lord, the, the needs around us, the opportunities that you have planned, Lord, those that need to see the fruit of the Spirit, those that need to see somebody standing faithful, that, Lord, there may be just a, a word that needs to be fitly spoken or a somebody that needs a prayer. God, whatever it is, Lord, help us, Lord, not to shrink back, but to be bold. And God, to just be led by your Spirit to see the one in need, to see the place where we can make a difference. God, I pray for each one that's here today, Lord, that you would, Lord, give us that that boldness and give us that 
Lord, that courage and give us, Lord, the the eyes that can see, Lord, just who you're placing before us and the opportunities that you're giving us. Lord, I pray again, Lord, that you just be with each one of us. Keep us safe, Lord, on the highways and streets. And God, shine your light through each one of us throughout this community, God. Break the chains of the enemy, Lord, in lives throughout this community, God. And use us, Lord, to be witnesses for you. We love you. We thank you, God. And we ask it in your name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, church.